Welcome to Digital AF. My name is Jessie. I'm a marketing manager here at April Ford. And today I want to chat about how you can benefit from the 2032 Sunshine Coast Olympics. A few of our digital marketing specialists here at April Ford were lucky enough to attend an event hosted by SCA, which focused on how businesses can capitalize on the 2032 Olympics and Sunshine Coast tourism. The outstanding guest speakers were Olympic swimming legend, Liesl Jones, Sunshine Coast Mayor Mark Jemison and Queensland Premier and Minister for the Olympics, Anastasia Palaszczuk. In this week's episode of Digital AF, I have our two account executives, Maddie and Kyle, joining me to chat about our experience at this event and how we believe you and your business will be able to benefit and capitalise on the 2032 Sunshine Coast Olympics. Digital AF. The digital marketing podcast that features real conversations from those who live and breathe the digital agency life. April Ford Digital Agency shares their tips, tricks, and exposes the truth about what works and what doesn't. Welcome to Digital AF. Let's get into it. Thanks for joining me. I'm just going to start with a bit of a broad question for you both. After attending this event, how do you think businesses and people located on the Sunshine Coast and surrounding areas such as Brisbane and the Gold Coast can benefit from the 2032 Olympics? Hey, Jessie. Um, so I think since it was announced that the Olympics in 2032 would be hosted in southeast Queensland, it would have started putting the spotlight on us and Brisbane and Gold Coast, obviously. I think many people obviously already know Brizzy and Gold Coast pretty well, so it would have put a little bit more of a focus on the Sunshine Coast, which is great. Even though we probably won't be seeing the direct effects of that with people visiting us or infrastructure being implemented right away, but it is something that will build as we get closer to the Olympics. So Anastasia mentioned that a key reason why we are hosting the Games is to show showcase the Gold Coast, Brisbane and primarily the Sunshine Coast as this will be an amazing tourism opportunity to showcase these locations, stunning mountains and beautiful beaches to the world. Kyle, what did you take away from this? Yeah, one of the things the Premier said that really stuck with me was when she was watching the 1992 Barcelona Olympics, it was still a relatively unknown like location for tourism potential across the globe. But because the Olympics highlighted Barcelona as such a like desirable location, Obviously, it's stunning architecture and culture. It became a desirable tourism destination. And she went to Barcelona later in her life directly because of the Olympics. So I guess a really powerful response to the 2032 Olympics is that the Sunshine Coast has the potential to become a global tourism destination, as well as locations like Brisbane and Gold Coast already are. Um, the Premier also mentioned the statistics from the Tokyo Olympics, the engagement statistics were honestly quite baffling to me. She said that over 3 billion people watched the Olympics, which is like, that's an unprecedented amount of viewership. I couldn't tell you anything else that gets that much. Like I don't even think Game of Thrones would, you know, and that within actual social media channels, there were over 6 billion engagements, which that's a crazy advertising opportunity. If you get the chance to put your business on social media regarding the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. The engagement from the Olympics is incredible. So hopefully that's something that we want to achieve for the Sunshine Coast. The Premier also mentioned that 2032 opens the estimated opportunity for $8.6 billion in trade, $20 billion worth of tourism and 130,000 jobs. Kyle, do you think these predicted stats will impact businesses, specifically those based in the Sunshine Coast, Brisbane and the Gold Coast? Yeah, Jesse, I think that the 
predicted $20 billion worth of tourism will have a massive impact on the Sunshine Coast as a region. There's never been an opportunity like this before. So if you as a business set yourself up to capitalize on this opportunity, then you're really setting yourself up for success. It was also mentioned that all the assets required for the event will be purchased from suppliers with Queensland suppliers as the priority. Maddie, how will this benefit businesses? With Queensland suppliers and trades and everything else along the supply chain being a priority for anything to do with the Olympics is going to obviously make a huge impact for local businesses. And something that we know is that the businesses that actually think about this and prepare for it leading up to 2032 and growing their businesses, making sure that they can actually supply these big jobs means that they'll actually be in the running to get the work. We heard a lot from the presenters at the event talk about how don't think that if you're a small business now that you're not in the running to get the contract for all the chairs for an event or all of the curtains for a hotel that's being built because you've got 10 years to prepare and if you can get to a position where you're a contender to be a supplier, that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, exactly. And similar to that, what type of businesses do you think will be in the best position to leverage off the incoming tourism? So the obvious ones are, you know, all of your restaurants, cafes, hotels, other accommodation, recreational activities, all of that sort of stuff. But then it's everything else up the line. You know, how and where do the restaurants get their fresh produce when they're faced with a huge influx of all of the people who are here for the Olympics? It's also back to the preparation for the Olympics. There's going to be so many trades that benefit from the villages or temporary structures or preparing the infrastructure around the Sunshine Coast, Brisbane and Gold Coast to actually handle that amount of tourism in our area. So when you think of tourism and who is impacted by it the most, yes, there is the direct ones that you think about right away, but it's almost every single industry along the way. We might even end up benefiting, well, we will end up benefiting from it because the smart businesses in this area and in this region who actually really want to grow to a point where they're in the running to get business from the Olympics They'll come to us. And what do you think businesses should be doing to prepare for the 2032 Olympic Games? Putting in some really strong business growth plans. If you just sort of cruise along and then it's, you know, the year before or the year before they start preparations for the Olympics and it's your opportunity to put in a tender, you want to be prepared for that. So work out what's going to be going on. Try and make some connections with people who might be in the Olympics committee. Make sure that your logistics are all in place. Make sure that, you know, everything's running smoothly because once you've got the opportunity to submit for that work, it's go time. The other thing is like, if you're going to be involved in the Olympics, you need the brand equity to be recognized once you get there. It's 10 years away. You can start building that brand equity now. If you're doing all the marketing activities that put you in front of your relevant audience before the Olympics, then you're laying the foundations to succeed when they're here. Liesl Jones, the Olympic Australian swimmer, was also a speaker at the event to provide her insight on the importance of the Olympics experience for the actual athletes and event attendees. Kyle, what was your opinion on this perspective at the event? I think the one thing that Liesl said that really stuck out to me was how surprised all the athletes from other countries were at the Australian culture 
Like everyone here was supportive. They were excited to be at the Olympics. They made everyone feel really welcomed. Which then I I can imagine that that then translates into all of the other Olympians wanting to then do business with Australia or, you know, stay in Australia for a bit longer after the Olympics or come back here for holidays. Because if you leave a good positive impression, obviously people are going to want to come back here. And that's also a really good point to think about is it's not only the 10 years before and then the year of, it's also the 10 years after and beyond. Once once we get this publicity and tourism, it's it's there. Like people know about us. People won't forget about us. It, it sort of changes how things are here for in a good way. Yeah, exactly. It provides so much opportunity for growth into the future as well. Um, Maddie, what is the wider impact that the Olympics will have on Australia and sport? The Premier spoke a lot about how they're starting their search for Olympians now and how they're putting a really big focus on making sure they go to the wider reaches of Australia, to some of the more rural communities that maybe didn't have the chance before to get picked for a state team or a national team or the Olympics. And they're already talking about the success they've found. They're, they're literally looking into school kids now that they can train up to be Olympians in 10 years' time. And the impact that that's having on sport in general is really positive already because kids are more motivated, they're inspired to play sport or learn running or do better at swimming or actually show up for practice because, you know, there could be the potential to go to the Olympics and if not the Olympics, they're inspired by their idols. So that's a really, really positive impact immunity that the Olympics and the lead up to the Olympics will have. We actually also had Tate, our social media content team manager, with us at the event. Unfortunately, she couldn't join us in this podcast but she was a competitive swimmer growing up. So it was actually really inspirational for her to have Liesl um, speaking at the event. And even she said to us when she was younger and Liesl was competing that that was such a huge driver for her to compete in swimming. And that has had such an, a positive impact on her life. You know, even though she's not competitive swimming now, she still makes sure that that's something she makes time for in her life. And that's just such a positive thing. Yeah, exactly. It's really exciting that it provides opportunity for sport for everyone. Thank you both so much for joining me. And thank you to everyone listening. Was there anything else either of you would like to add? Yeah, I think the one thing that actually really intrigued me was the Premier was speaking about a focus on both virtual and augmented reality for methods of viewing the Olympics. Like you'll be able to chuck on a VR headset and yeah, you might not be able to sit at the event physically, but you can still purchase a front row ticket to watch any of your favorite events. And she also mentioned uh, the fact that you'll be able to buy cameras that follow certain athletes in events. And what really struck me is obviously there'll be advertising opportunities to put your brand in, in, in between events, both physically at grounds, as well as digitally on the different streaming channels that they'll be using to like display these events. Absolutely. And that's something that we're looking into as an agency as well. We're rolling out new services like digital TV advertising and even looking into those different avenues of how do we get ads in those virtual reality goggles? How do we put an advertisement literally in front of your eyes? Do we create ads with holograms? Holograms? I don't know. 10 years from now, Maddie, who knows what we'll be able to do? (laughs) 
If you have a business on the Sunshine Coast, it is crucial that you start strategically planning ahead for the opportunities that the 2032 Olympic Games will provide. Also remember, if you do want to get ahead in your digital marketing, please do not hesitate to contact us on 1300-004-777 or jump on our website, aprilford.com. We are always happy to have a chat and discuss how you can grow your business and improve your digital marketing. Thanks so much for joining me. See ya. See you guys. Bye.